Hey everyone, this is Chris and Sandy Bent with the Chris and Sandy Show. We get up close with some amazing guests throughout the entertainment industry. And today, like I say on every of us, so we got a great one for you. Who do we have? We have Tamika Serrani with us. She is an actress, singer, writer, producer, and director. She has appeared in Lincoln Road, the reboot of The Wonder Years, Tell Me Your Secrets, NCIS New Orleans, Claws, Outer Banks, Friday Night Lights, Game of Thrones, The Gift, and A Dog Walker's Christmas Tale, along with many more. And we're excited to have her on the show. So welcome yes. to the show. Welcome. Oh, thank you. Thank you guys for having me. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> you know, I always like to start the show out kind of the same way. Um, last 18, 20, 22 months have been rough for a lot oh, of... I guess we're has. coming up on the year marks. So I'm going to have to start saying yeah, the last year, years. our last two years, yeah, I mean, have years. been rough for a lot of people especially entertainment. So how yeah. has COVID affected you? And what have you done to maneuver through this? Well, I have actually added another slash. What I love to do is when I have downtime is study things. Mm -hmm. And I yeah. added comedian to my dot, dot, dot behind my name. So yeah, during the pandemic, I took an online comedy class. Oh, had, wow. Yeah, had my first comedy show in December of uh, no November of 2020. I didn't know they had comedy classes to be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, Lace Larrabee, she's in Atlanta. Uh -huh. Actually Marietta and she has called it's called the Laugh Lab and it's Oh wow. Okay. Women, comedians to kind of learn the craft and and be lifted up because you know comedy is a mostly male predominant uh That's true. field. And so she is a Fabulous, fabulous comedian. And I took her class. And actually, I just had a show last month. It was my third oh, class wow. book and my third show. And the crazy part is when you look at the men and women comedians, if a man says something, it's funny. But if a woman says same thing, she's mean. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> when it's comedy. I mean, again, yeah. it's one of the things that where you're, you know, it's, it's about laughter and, you know, people in this day and time take things way too serious. Oh, yeah. And Definitely. I can't believe the cancel culture that we're going through. Like mm -hmm. right. um, Richard Pryor said, you know, that we are supposed to be a, a reflection or a mirror. He couldn't make it today. Uh, I, <laughs> he's always here in spirit. But, oh, but, yes, but I'm like, absolutely. you know, Richard, you know, what do you think of Richard Pryor and people like him in his day and Chris Rock and all of them? If they were all starting today, they'd never make it. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you can't you can't say half of the things that they used to say. Right. Exactly. I, I should have added comedian a long time ago, because <laughs> honestly, when I was younger, I used to stay up late at night and have the TV on really low with my oh. ears to it, listening to Richard Pryor while my mom was sleeping. I said, ah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Right. Uh, that's, that's good. Because, again, he's one of them that, you know, you don't want kids listening. To. <laughs> but funny. <laughs> but funny. Yeah. <laughs> you know, a lot of people would ask, when did you know you wanted to be an actress? But I like to go deeper than that. When did it click? Being in entertainment could be a career for you. Um. Well, that didn't click until after I got out of the military, um, right out of oh, high school. I knew I wasn't college material at that time because yeah. uh, I kind of hated school. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know it's a bad thing to say, but so I went to the military. Yep. I, hate, I hated school. 
But I had ROTC during my four years of high school. So Which was smart. Yeah, it was a natural transition for me. But it was when I got out of the military and I was, I had a skill that was kind of encapsulated in the military because I, I made boat covers, awnings, I reupholstered furniture. And going back to Gary, Indiana, I really couldn't find a job doing that. So I was like, what am I going to do? So I signed up to go to college and I studied <laughs> theater for a little while. And then oh, wow. just like I was working in Chicago doing extra work. I was doing theater on the other side. And I just was like, this is it. This is what I want to wow. be. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah, it's funny because when we look at our show and stuff, and we do multiple shows, not just the Chris and Sandy show, but I love to be a host and talk and all that. But if you'd have told me back when I was 18 that we would be doing this or I would be doing this, I don't, I was one of the most shyest guys you'd ever meet back then. Oh, wow. And when we, and, and I remember when Sandy and I first met because we met online. Yes, in 02. In 02 when it was taboo, of course. Yeah, the early days <laughs> of online dating. And, and, and I remember when she flew down to see me in, from Kentucky to Georgia that I'll never forget her walking down it, uh, the airport and you could tell that she had her head down and kind of walking so, and I, and you could tell how shy she, she was. I mean, I thought I was super shy when I was younger, but she had me beat it. Oh yes. Oh. <laughs> I did. Yeah. Yeah, look at you guys. You could never tell. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, and what's funny is when we first started the show, mm -hmm. it was, um, we yeah, started as an know. audio only January, 2020. Mm -hmm. And she, the first thing she said, I'll do the show with you, but don't ever ask me to do video. I did say that. Yes. <laughs> and then October of 2020, because we've done by that point, a lot of shows. She was like, do you think video would help us? And we've been doing video ever since. Yeah, it helps. The, this visual medium, people like to see who they're talking to. Absolutely. <clears throat> So, you know, a lot of people, they see you, you, but they, you know, they see the glory behind what you do. They don't see the grind, the sacrifice, the tears, the struggles it takes to not just make it to the top, but even a career within entertainment. And I always want to talk about that side of it because I think a lot of people kind of sugarcoat this and gloss over it. And they, and they, so, so the public really don't realize what people, what artists, what actors, actresses, you know, anybody in creative has to really go through. And I always want to talk about that side of it because of that. So tell us a little bit about some of the sacrifices and struggles you've had to go through to even to get to where you are today. Man, you know, the biggest thing, and I will tell people all the time is that, yes, we go out there, we hustle, we get it. Because for myself, this has been a 20 plus year. Wow. Mm -hmm. It's been a lot of ups and downs because in the beginning, when I got out of the military, uh, I was a single mom, you know, and so um, I kind of had to try to navigate that. You have auditions. You got to. I was living in Gary, Indiana. I had to drive over to Chicago, which is 35 minutes away. I have to find a babysitter. I have to mm -hmm. you know, do all of these things. Then you got to have the money because it is a business. You have mm -hmm. to pay right. You know, get your picture taken, resumes. You got to make copies. You got to be able to pass those out. But I navigated all of that to get here. And I will say the biggest thing now is just trying to get over. Um, I did a show that was one of the biggest in my career, I think. And mm -hmm. my got cut. 
it was devastating. But we have to know that, you know, and I'm thinking, oh, well, I'm I'm at the co-star kind of on the trip of guest star level that mm-hmm. is happening to me. But it happens to stars, too. Yep. Like every scene does not get into the movie, even though they film it. And you think, <laughs> oh, okay, it's a sure shot. But, you know, you have to learn to navigate that. It's more of a mental thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So solid that this is what you want to do, and I'm going to do it whether I'm, I'm I'm on the valley or I'm on the peak. You know, so you just keep going. You ride those ebb and my my spiritual worker calls them ebb and flow moments. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm ebbing. She really works on me to be like, and that's uh to be well adjusted. That's mm-hmm. why mm-hmm. to give me something to do while I wasn't being chosen. Yeah. And, and yeah. you know, I remember we interviewed back um, years ago, one of our friends, a girl named Allison Steele from Nashville. And I met with her and she was an artist, her and her daughter. And I remember asking her about some of this and, and some advice on that. And I, I'll never forget that she said, if you can do anything else and be happy and your heart's okay with it, go do that. And just keep this as a hobby because she says, she goes, the moment you, you feel like this has got to be your career, your whole life has to change. It does. And you know what? There are some of us who are insane and <laughs> can't do anything else. I've been, we yeah. talked about it, Chris. I've been a realtor. Wow. Well, I was mm-hmm. a assistant. I was a chiropractor's assistant. I've worked countless hosting and waitressing jobs, but I keep coming back to this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There been many a day where I was like, that's it. I quit. I can't take this reflection. <laughs> I can't do it yeah. anymore. But then once the dust settles, I'm like, okay, okay, let's regroup and get back to it. And thank God I did because I honestly, right before I moved to um, Atlanta, which was um, 2008, 17, 18, mm-hmm. I secured my agent there and that's when I started all the TV started taking wow. off because before it was more of independent films and theater and stuff like that. Yeah. So um I'm glad I didn't give up because it was right at the moment that I was just like, man, I'm tired. I'm tired of doing this, you know. And you know, breakthroughs usually happen right before you're about to break. Exactly. That's why it's called a breakthrough. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Yeah, because so many people we've interviewed uh, that, I mean, when you look at uh, Steve Harvey, I love his story, you know, and I grant we never interviewed him. We'll ho- still hope one day to have him on. Yeah, he's on our bucket <laughs> list to interview somebody but, um, else. <laughs> but I know when I get down about where our show is, I'll I'll go and look up on YouTube his Apollo story. It's like mm. 10 minutes long, and he tells us the story where he was at the end. He was basically, he just gave up. And he was making a phone call to get some money to get him back. And he tells the whole story way better than I do. So you have to look it up. But again, he tells that story and it's like, wow. You know, he had that breakthrough when he was basically breaking. Yeah. Yeah. But also too, if I could give any other advice is diversify. Like um, another point that I had to contend with because I moved to LA for like a year. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. I never should have been there though. I at that point that was two thousand and six. Okay. On my resume, other than extra work uh, mm-hmm. and, and some theater, 
And um, I didn't know anybody in LA. I had no connections. I like, I shouldn't have moved there. Yeah. Yeah. An opportunity to see other people out there in the struggle and what they were doing right and what they were doing wrong. And so Mm -hmm. when I moved back to Austin, I was just like, you know what? I'm going to make my Hollywood in Austin. And that is when I became a filmmaker. Wow. I love that about diversification because again, that's like with us, you know, we do this show, but because we're eventually moving to Nashville and we get a lot of Nashville contacts. So we're not moving there with zero contacts. That's our show started because of all the Nashville contacts we we had. Um, Cause it started a country music interview show at first, but now we're an entertainment interview show, but we also have launched um, the Metro buzz, which is dedicated to positive news for middle Tennessee. And then we also La, uh, la, in the process of launching Young at Heart Nashville, which is going to be more of a platform for the spotlight people who are over 40, profe- professionals over 40 who are doing great stuff there in Middle Tennessee. Because you, you look at all the pe- stuff out there, you got 40 under 40, you know, 30 under 30, but you got nothing for the over 40 crowd. We were like, but what about us, our generation? And so we decided, you know what, we'll fill that gap in. Like we're out, we're also doing a show called, you know, a 40 over 40 to recognize your top 40 professionals in Nashville. That's nice. I love it. Love it. <clears throat> so nobody else is doing it. So we're like, you know what, we will. Good job. I so, love it. So I like that about, you know, again, because that's something I've learned too is, you know, just because this show and we're doing it is not do- our bread and butter right now. We have to find a way to do our bread and butter. So, <laughs> so we have like side jobs that we oh, do yeah. and stuff and then building this other stuff. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to build a whole brand around multiple things so that we can have not just one income, but maybe 10, 20 at one time. Yes. Yeah. I get it. You know, I'm over 40 something. <laughs> and, um, you think I, I kind of, I still love the idea of old Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The glamour. And you think about it, the actors and actresses in that day, they had to be able to do everything. They had to sing and dance, be what you call a triple threat. And mm-hmm. I honestly feel that in this day and age, that you have makes to be that again. You have to be that again, but because it makes you, you have all these things in your toolbox. When they come yeah. to the show, they know that I have a band here in Austin, I can sing. Oh. Wow. I, I used to dance for one of the semi-pro basketball teams, so I could still move a little bit. How <laughs> oh, awesome. And now I'm a comedian. You know, I'm adding yeah. all these things to the story. <clears throat> yeah, because social media has been a game changer, I think, um, for that. Because, you know, used to, like you said, you could probably just act and be fine. But now because everybody's competing for this job, it's not, it's not just people who are going to L.A., it's now the world is competing for the same jobs because of technology, because uh, of all this and social media and all that. So you have to be the full package now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. To stand out. Exactly. <laughs> so we talked a little bit about the sacrifice and struggle side. Let's flip the script and go the other way. What are a few wow moments you've had? And we can even start with the Wonder Years, the reboot of that. Tell us a little bit about that. Oh my God, yes. That was very wild because, <laughs> you know, what happens is your agent submits you to the casting director. The casting director chooses who gets to come in, if you fit that role or, you know. And so I got the call, the audition. 
and I didn't think much about it. I, I dive into character. I kind of like, it's 1968, you know, um, it's Alabama and I was like, okay. <laughs> and this character, Lydia, uh, Lydia, she is, um, she's very, um, I want to say Stepford wife-ish. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Quiet. Her husband is, you know, he's a blowhard. He's a misogynist. He, you know, yeah. and so she lets him lead the way. And I tried to portray that in my audition. And obviously I did because I turned <laughs> on yeah. Tuesday. And by Thursday, my agent was calling me and was like, you need to be here in Atlanta tomorrow. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. Got the call at like 4.30 p.m. By 10 a.m. Friday, I was in Atlanta because wow. I had a test and all of that. And so, you know, the first two episodes, I, I didn't really get to say much. You see me one in the mm -hmm. background and the other, I have a whole scene, but I don't say anything. <laughs> and then we just got to episode 13. It was the uh, Valentine's Day episode and I had my moment. I had a really good scene. So wow. it's been a really, really high because it's my first, it's a co-star, but it's a recurring co-star, which wow. means they can call me at any time and just say, hey, we need uh, Lydia back. <laughs> Gotta love that, right? Yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> that's because that, that that's you know kind of the you know an actor's dream is to get that part that where it's on a show that that's continuous because then you don't you can breathe at least for a little while. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because when I complain to my friends, my other actor friends, and I say, uh -huh. "God, I haven't booked anything," like blah blah blah, they're like, "Oh, <laughs> years," and I'm like, "Oh yeah." Okay. Well, yeah, besides the wonder years, I haven't. <laughs> you know, that's like sometimes I can find myself complaining about our show and then I have other podcast friends who are like, well, you've had so-and-so on, so-and-so on. I've been doing this for five years. They had yeah. none of that on. Um, and, and, then, and it puts me in perspective, like, well, something is happening here. Yeah. So, yeah. Because yeah. yes. sometimes, you, you know, if you're a creative, I don't care where you're at. You always want it to grow. Always. And, and you want to just keep forward movement, you know. Keep it's one of them double-edged swords. It's like, you, you, you know, you, you got this energy in you and you want it to grow and you want to do this. And, <laughs> and then when it slows down a little bit, you're like, ah, and it's like, you can't, even though you look back and like, oh, wow, look how far we've, we've come. Well, you know, I find that because you said something um, when it's stagnant for me in the acting, I mm -hmm. always have something else going on. Like I have a gig on Friday, uh, Saturday with my band. And so this okay. week we've been rehearsing. I haven't had any auditions, so I'm focusing on that. Like I we added four new songs and I've got to learn those oh, and get wow. them down because yeah. I got to perform them on Saturday. So for me, I tell my friends, I'm like, am I crazy doing <laughs> this stuff, like every, all of these different things, you know, singer, yeah. songwriter, writer, producer, actor, because uh, I have several irons in the fire right now, but it keeps me from sinking to that place. Yeah. Where like, oh my God, there's nothing going on. What am I going to do? Like, you know, I never, my son told me the other day, he's like, mom, you never stop moving. <laughs> and you know, I love that because I've got a friend oh, yeah. of mine from Charlotte 
that she posted recently because she said a lot of people don't get this part of her. And so she kind of did a small rant about this. And she was talking about how, how so many people will say, well, you need to only have one iron there because you got to be narrowly focused. And she's like, I can't. She goes, I can't survive if I'm doing one thing. She goes, I have to have multiple things going on at the same time for me to let out everything or I will just crumble. And I, and, I, and as I read what she said, I was like, man, that's so true because I'm always having something. And I mean, we've been married oh, yeah, we, almost we, 20 we, years now and I've always wanted to do more and more stuff. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, what's her name? Your that friend of yours. It's Crystal Rose. Crystal Rose, I feel you, honey. I feel you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, she's a really cool friend from there. But yeah, um, she posts stuff like that. And I'm like, mm, that that's that's true. So <laughs> true. <clears throat> so as you know, on the other front, a lot of people see you, but they don't see the team behind you. In our opinion, teams never get the love they, they deserve. They don't, and they're so important. On our show, the village gets some love. So tell yeah. us a little bit about the team that helps you be who you are. Well, uh, my Atlanta agent is the Alexander White Agency, and we have Alex, and then we have, um, oh, well, I'm sorry, <laughs> Deb, Deb interrupted me. <laughs> it's hard for me, yeah. I get you, Deb, I get you. <laughs> Alexander White over at the Alexander White Agency. There's also Drew uh, Manning, and then there's mm. Taylor. She's my commercial agent. Oh wow! And I also have representation here in Texas, which is Lily Bankston over at the Bankston Talent Agency, and she reps me. Well, Alex reps me in Atlanta, North and South Carolina, and Louisiana, and then Lily reps me in Texas and wow. Mexico mm -hmm. and. So, but then I have a PR team, the Mayhem Entertainment uh, Public Relations. Yeah, we, love them. Uh, we love them. Yeah. Yes. And they secured this interview. So that's the little team I have going on. But I want to add one extra person, which mm. is my biggest fan, my husband, Julio Serretti. Oh, Baby, mm. I love you because he holds the home front down. Well, tell I us a husband's story. There's probably, you probably got a thousand of them since you brought it up. Tell us a husband's story where he went above and beyond for your career. And you're like, wow, he really gets that I was made for this. Okay. So I just told y'all I have a place in, in Canton, Georgia. Mm -hmm. It's a, a friend of mine from here. He's a playwright. He moved to Atlanta and he's been there. So whenever I, I have an audition or I've got a shoot, I would go and I would stay with him. Well, we were getting kind of cramped in his one bedroom apartment. You know, he's a stinky old man. And I'm like, I need my own bathroom. I need. <laughs> yes. Get it. Mm -hmm. We got a place that I can have my own room and my own bathroom when I'm there. Wow. And I have to do or I have to be in, in Atlanta. But my husband went above and beyond because renting car rental now is getting out of hand because during mm -hmm. the shutdown, they sold all their fleet. And yeah. now people mm -hmm. don't have a car. So he right. bought a car to right. drive to Atlanta and have while I'm there. So I just yeah. have, even though I'm in Texas right now, I have an apartment and a car 
there so I can move and get around and do what I need to do. And he he just believes in me so much and he's very supportive. So love that. Oh, that's awesome. <clears throat> you know, speaking of teams, we have a third co-host, our 10 year old that we let yes. come on, ask a couple questions. So Sandy's oh. going to go get him real quick. I'll get him. And, and we've got a three year old that when she gets older, she'll be plugged in the show, too, because we are a family affair show. Oh, nice. All right. <clears throat> Look, and this 10 year old, I bet you he's very astute. <laughs> yeah, yeah he, he he loves to be on the show we homeschool him and stuff and so he's been able to be on pretty much every episode and oh, i think God. and it's been great for him because you know he watches a lot of nickelodeon and disney shows now and so we've been able to bring a lot of people from his shows onto our show too oh i bet you that is so exciting <clears throat> and you know we've had uh mallory who plays um destiny on the show bunk that was one of his coolest ones. Whoa. Hi. Hi, Tamika. So what's your favorite food? What's that? What's your favorite food? Favorite food. My favorite food is going to be lasagna. Ooh. It's so cheesy and delicious, and I love it. Because what's yours? Mine is pizza. Well, if you think about it this way, lasagna. <laughs> Is just a pizza, but it's not on the crust. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Somebody that the other day, they were like, mind blown. It's cheap. But it's true. <laughs> okay, so what's your favorite TV show movie? Okay, so my favorite movie ever, ever, ever is The Color Purple. Ah, it's a good one. Yes, it's a really good one. And it's an old classic. My favorite TV show right now is euphoria Ooh. i've been really watching that one because what's yours my my favorite tv show is and my favorite movies the minions Min oh i love them <laughs> it sounds like spanish that they're saying well what's yeah. funny is we had somebody on recently i can't remember who it was but they said that when the minions first started because he was behind the scenes on this and he said that um they were actually not supposed to talk uh -huh. And then somebody made a funny sound or something. And the director was like, that's it. That's their voice. And that, <laughs> so, so I don't know. I, I guess he was like pretending to be one and, and made, and, and so he, so whatever it was that he said, it caused the millions to now talk. But see, that's what we're talking about. Creative and just jumping in there. That can do spirit. Yep. Exactly. Bye. Thanks. <laughs> Have a good one. <laughs> yeah, he loves to be on the show. He's like I said, he's been on almost every one. Oh, nice. <laughs> Training him for something. We'll see down the road. I bet you he'll be a good host. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's the plan. <laughs> That's the plan. Um, so if you could co-star with any actor or actress, who would it be and what role would you want to play? Well, first and foremost, I want to play a villain. Uh, I'm usually the very stern, you know, but it's a stern character with a good heart and she's yeah. she's trying to help. But one day I just want to play an all out villain. And I have my top five. Okay. Mm -hmm. So um, Viola Davis. Oh, yeah. That'd be great. I would love to. Uh, just be near her in her stratosphere and, and, you know, see some of what she does. Um, 
Angela um, Angela Bassett mm-hmm. is one of my favorites. Uh, Carrie Washington. Oh yes, mm-hmm. yes. And then, of course, the the Miss Meryl Streep. Oh, yes. Well, the best actresses of all time. Yes. Yes. So those are my top ones that I want to be near and and have me be dear to them and and them show me the ropes. I would love it. Yeah. That would be really awesome. Mm -hmm. So what's a movie or show that you've seen that you wish you had a role in? The Handmaid's Tale. Uh, oh, that's a good one. That's another one of my favorite shows. And mm-hmm. I watch, you know, it took me a while to start watching it. And mm-hmm. I hear people saying the little quotes, you know, may the Lord open and all this stuff. And I was like, what is this? And I started watching it and I was glued to the TV. Wow. So if I could get a role on there, I would help. <laughs> Um, oh, I can't remember her name right. The main character. I would help her ah. out of there, mm-hmm. out of Gilead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, what's been your hardest role to play? I would say my role on The Wonder Years because oh, right. she's a demure and she's so quiet and she lets her husband do all wear the pants. And oh, that's, yeah. that's hard for you to just sit still. That's totally opposite of me because I'm here <laughs> and so just like so, and it's even um Deb. No, my band does not have any music on YouTube, but we are on Facebook and we post a lot on there. It's Blue Vibe oh. ATX. Let me make sure. Blue Vibe ATX. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. So um but it's hard for me to just sit and be demure and be like, okay. <laughs> yes, not speak up. What's your husband think of that? You know, when he, you know, again, he sees that this is the opposite of you. What's he think about that? Oh, well, for him though, he, everything I do is wonderful and, and he loves it. And so of course he's like, oh babe, you're, you did so good. You did so good. And there's moments that I'm looking in, and I'm a technician. So, mm-hmm. and I'm a perfectionist. So, every little moment in there, there's, and I'm not gonna tell anybody what they are, but there's two <laughs> in my scene that I was like, ugh. Then I was like, ugh. So, you know, it's a little hard for me, but that character, because it's still, they're still building the world and we're still finding out who she is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have to do the work to find out who she is and to make her be that way. Now, being that you feel that's been your hardest role to play, what have you learned about yourself through that role? I I think I've just learned that I can do that and be that. And I, but I, I would have to say it's in a technical aspect. Like I said, it's like, you know, finding out, I don't, I, I, I'm, I feel it, but I can't verbalize it. Like now that I do have those quiet places, those quiet moments that I can Mm -hmm. rest in. And that is where I think you find Lydia. Ah, okay. I like that. So what's been your most fun role? Um, I did a feature this past year, last year when 2020 shut down, I did nothing. 
And then 2021 came in with a bang because I booked the women of the movement. I booked under years and I did five feature films. And actually um, there were two in particular. One was Joe and the Reaper. And I got to play just this woman who was like, she's in love and her boyfriend just can't do right. And she's always falling on hard times. So, you know, uh, trying to just get out, dig herself out of a hole. And then the other feature was Dark Red. And I got mm -hmm. to play this detective, no-nonsense detective. Oh, wow. But, um, she lives in a small town, but she's fighting racist. These racist murders mm -hmm. are happening. And so those two roles put me in, like, two different opposite uh <laughs> Or you know, stratospheres. Yeah, yeah. Those were my favorite. Oh wow! Awesome. <clears throat> so, um, where do you want to be in five years? Five years, I want to be on the Oscar uh, carpet with my little, <laughs> my little man. <laughs> so, yeah. So uh, I've had my speech written since I was a young girl, and oh, wow. get up and say it. That's where I would love to be. So let's look even further down the road, say 15 years down the road. And let's say you're a success on a grand scale. Whatever that looks like for you, you're there. What do you hope you never forget? I hope I never forget where I came from. Like I, growing up in Gary, Indiana, I was raised in the projects. Um, my mom was a postal worker. She worked really hard for me, my brother and my sister, a single mom. And I just... Um, I never forget where I come from, but I want to give back so much because I've been homeless. I've lived wow. in a trailer park. I lived in a project. So, you know, that's why a lot of the things that I do, I do these bags for the homeless. They're called essentials. Oh, wow. Homeless. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. Toothbrush, toothpaste, soap, deodorant, shampoo, all of those good things. I want to still be doing that work. And, and going into those places and helping people who need help because mm -hmm. me when I needed it. Wow. That's amazing. But what are some sources of inspiration for you? Right now it's my granddaughter. She's, <laughs> oh, yes. she's terrible too. It's real. It's real. Um, we understand when just turned three a couple of days ago. And we're like, we're hoping for terrific threes. We're hoping, yes. <laughs> We just came out the terrible news. I'm going to start manifesting that terrific. <laughs> now she's just all over the place, but it's just watching her with yeah. this carefree, you know, <laughs> persona. She doesn't care about anything. She's just doing her and mm -hmm. learning to have autonomy over herself, you know, because yeah. if there's something she doesn't want to do, she's like, no. And, <laughs> But maybe you have to do this. Like you have to get in. You have to take a nap. She'll lay down. And she's like, <laughs> "That's one thing that somehow yeah. we have trained her that she'll we go have down." We have lucky there, yeah. Um, because we do when we do on the show, she's down for a nap. Yeah. And so That's far, I get to be on the show yeah. for the last over a year. She's yeah, done this. I don't know how we. I don't know how we've trained it. The other things that she won't do, but for some she reason loves she loves routine. the nap. So yep. we're like, okay, it's this is good. <laughs> well, see, yeah. she'll get in the bed and she'll pull the covers up, but then yeah. you like, I'm not going to sleep. And it's like, <laughs> I'm here, but 
Uh, now, yeah. today, I'll be honest, I had to get on to her a little bit because she stood like, up making time. noises and I had to go back, back in there and say, ah, and she went down and she did, but oh, she yeah. did buck a little bit today. Yeah. <laughs> Expressing her independence there. Okay. <laughs> so it's watching her. She gives me inspiration, just the wonderment and yeah. seeing her figure the world out. Yeah. Awesome. And what would you like for your legacy to be in the entertainment industry? What would you like to be known and remembered for? Um, that I came, I saw, I kicked ass. Oop, can I say a first word? Go ahead. Um, okay. You said it. Yeah. <laughs> also, also, that I was a source of of information and inspiration to oh. help other people. You know. Love it. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Love that. If you could say anything to your fans and followers, what would you want to tell them? Um, I thank you guys all for your support. I thank you all for your love. And I love you guys. Love that. So as we start to close out here, um, what advice would you give somebody who wants to do what you do? It's the advice I just gave to my young cousin. She, um, oh, thank you, Susan. Um, my cousin, she just turned graduated high school when she turned 18 and she auditioned for her first runway model show and oh, she wow. booked it. but I could see in her uh, because I did used to model uh, I was like girl you got to study you got to study the crap have you been looking at other models how they walk down the runway how they hold their hands how they their facial expression wow. anything you want to do just like I said I was like okay well let me study comedy I didn't just get up there and say, I'm funny. I could tell jokes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's a process. There's yeah. a process. And in acting, there's a process. In singing and songwriting, there's a process. In filmmaking, there's a process. Anything you want to do can be achieved, but you must study your craft. Mm. Love yes. that. And so tell everybody how they can find you. I am on um, social media, Tamika. M. Soretti at Facebook. And um, I have two pages. One is my uh, fan page, and then the other one is my regular page. And then I am Tamika at Instagram and Blacktress on on the TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. You know, we really enjoyed having you on the show today. Yes, we look we forward to having you back down the road. Well, thank you so much for having me, and I really enjoyed it. We did too. Oh, we did too. Thanks for your you time today. Day. You're welcome. Have a good